Let's do this. You ready? Let's go. Do 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> it's weird. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, you got me, Amy. No Joe, because he's off being a big, fancy, professional cinematographer. But Johnny's here. Joe's working. I am being a unprofessional podcaster. And, uh, yeah. You know, I think that's my I mean, calling, really. <laughs> yeah. Just get high, watch movies, and talk about them. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what every, that's what everyone in, that's what every male in LA who has a beard does. I mean, I guess. Yeah. You can, yeah I'll take it. It's, it's a little insulting, <laughs> but I'll take it. Anyways, no Joe, but we do. No Joe have a ton of trailers a ton of trailers to talk about that is true i mean they're not all we're not going to talk a lot about all of them we're, we'll talk briefly about some of them yes because there's a lot there's a lot that's come out like we talked about this earlier and i was like oh not, not a lot of new trailers came out and then when i looked it mm -hmm. up i was like oh shit now like there, a lot of them have come out recently mm -hmm. there's a bunch of them so which one do you want to start off with amy let's start with buzz lightyear because i feel like that's probably the quickest one i mean yeah it was like a super quick teaser trailer yeah. for lightyear the yeah. story of the real fake astronaut that inspired the toy in the movie i think but i don't know i don't know this movie makes no sense because i'm pretty sure Buzz Lightyear is based off of Buzz Aldrin. Like, that's where the Toy Story people got their... I mean, I'm sure that's, that's what they why got they the name, name Buzz. Buzz. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But he's also... Buzz is a spaceman and Buzz Aldrin, also you know. Also a spaceman. Yeah, but if my understanding is correct, and correct me if I'm wrong, the way that Disney is trying to... Or at least what they're positioning this movie as is like, the Buzz Lightyear that we know as a toy was... Was based off of Was based off person? of in this universe person, but this trailer looks super futuristic. Like, it's, it's all... It's got like... Yeah. You know, it looks like a sci-fi movie. It looks like it's just a Pixar sci-fi movie. But they have to add this light year thing in there, which makes no sense. Because, like, how... Have you heard of the Pixar theory? No, Where all not, of the no. Pixar movies are interconnected in different ways. So... I mean, they have I the don't... truck in there, yeah. And I get that they have, like, there's well, connections and, like, stuff like that. it's not just like that. that. So, like, the witch from Brave, the bear movie, the one where the mom gets turned into a bear. The witch in that is Boo from Monsters, Inc., who is trying to find Mike and Sully, and the doors in Monsters, Inc. are time portals for the monsters to go into different places in time, and then Wally is a future version of something. No. The Cars universe evolved from our universe. I don't know. There's I, like... Mm -mm. No, this is At some tinfoil like shit. At least 20 minute videos all over that get updated every time there's a new Pixar movie released. And I feel like this has to do something with that or it will be incorporated in some way. But literally, I know zero about this movie. And I'm outside of Joe. I'm the person here between the two of us who knows the most about Disney. Yeah. I mean, it's just it doesn't make I don't know. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. I would prefer if we got no Buzz Lightyear movie and then just mm -hmm. like left. I mean, Toy Story is such a great. Or. Or we just get a feature-length, updated Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Yeah, that was a show, right? That was a cartoon yeah, show on Disney? Yeah, it only Disney. ran for like one one season, two mm, seasons. Mm. But it was really good. I loved it. And I wish that they had it on Disney+, Plus, which they don't. But they do have the original Little Mermaid TV show on Disney+, Plus, which is great. Do they have the I Aladdin show? I, I sort don't of, think I sort they of remember do. the Aladdin show. That's so weird. I, I do remember the Aladdin show, but I definitely watched the Little Mermaid one all the time. Mm. I love that one so much. Mm. It had like a, a wise guy crab and, or jumbo shrimp and then he had like a little shrimp as his assistant and he talked like a, a Brooklyn Like a wise, a wise kraken. Uh, yeah. He's like, hey, yes, see? Yeah. And he did those like Italian hands but with a claw. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, some of the, um, the claws. The Italian yeah. claws, you know? But no, this Buzz Lightyear, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people, when, when the trailer came out, a bunch of people on the internet were also like, wait what he's he's a real person but it's in the future yeah. but it's not in the future i think they just want to be like hey guys this is a sci-fi movie and it's got buzz lightyear in it just don't think about it's it got chris evans don't think about it any more than that chris evans is buzz lightyear here it is mm -hmm. i mean maybe it'll be good i don't know i feel like it's it's just it's just Disney being like, well, we need some more cash because Disney's of course strapped for cash. That's the you know. Yeah, and they need to get Chris Evans back on. They have him on contract. I think my first reaction to you when I was rewatching this trailer was, is this a TV show? Because at first I thought it was going to be like a Disney Plus series, hmm. like not mm -hmm. like from 
anything that they've said just from what I was watching. I was like, oh, is this going to be a Pixar Disney Plus series or something? I don't think they've done that yet. But no, right? it's a theatrical summer I mean, yeah. theatrical mm. release. For next year, right? Next 2022, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. crazy that it's just around the corner. It's pretty wild. I know. Uh, I mean, there's only two months left in this year. Yeah, that's, 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 that's nuts. That is nuts. So weird. I'm about ready to put my Christmas tree up. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. I mean, it's like, what, November 3rd? November 4th? I don't know. I don't know what they yeah. anymore. The light years. It's just, they're getting to me, man. The fumes. Now we know how Joe feels. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> no wonder he's, he's not here. But the other trailer that, yes. that came out very recently everyone's favorite movie everyone's favorite uh what is third tier marvel villain superhero <laughs> morbius i guess he's not really a super yeah oh my god i have so many thoughts about this trailer morbius we all know how i feel about venom i did enjoy the second venom movie more than the first one it's not a great movie by any means but i do think they fleshed out eddie and venom a little bit better hmm. but i do think morbius is going to be and i keep wanting to call him morpheus for some reason Morpheus, he's not you know, he's, not in, the, he's yeah. not in the matrix no but i feel like he's gonna be my new venom which is it, it's really funny considering i think they're both venom and morbius are spider-man villains right correct yes i mean venom's the obviously the more popular one yeah he you know got really popular in the 90s he's a creation of the guy that made spawn i'm blanking on his name Todd McFarlane. I recently did watch the Spawn movie. Oh, no. Oh, that's what oh, we should god. do. Oh, my God. It was the worst thing ever. I, I was just that like, sitting there watching it like, oh, what the fuck is th happening? That's one we what should definitely do. What did I just do? watch? Because now I want to know Joe's take on it. I love that movie, but I haven't seen it in forever. But I love that movie because... No, Joe, would, that's not even the dumb fun that I like. It was just dumb. Yeah, but I saw it. I saw it when I was like, whenever it came out. So I saw it like yeah, as, as like a in two thousand three or something. I think it was before that. Was it even late earlier? It was than in that? the nineties. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Let's find out. I just watched it on HBO before it left. Ninety seven. So I was seven <gasps> years old when that came out. I probably didn't see it when I was seven years old. Maybe when I was like ten. But it was around that time. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was the coolest shit ever because Spawn just looks cool. That's the thing. That's really the only thing about Spawn. Like now that we're on Spawn, H and, and HBO. HBO has on HBO Max. They have the uh, like an animated series mm -hmm. of Spawn. I think it's like maybe eight episodes or ten, something like that. Something short. Mm -hmm. But it's very. Very good. Where the movie was pretty bad mm -hmm. as an adaptation, the animated series, very, very good. But Spawn, is Spawn a Marvel villain or a DC villain? He's not a villain. He's not, he's not a villain. Or like a, a in, he's, he's not a, in like one of those specific, no, he's, I guess well, not a villain, he's but a, he's an image. I think he's an image. Uh, oh. Because uh, so uh, Todd McFarlane, you know, started Image with a bunch of other comic mm -hmm. creators in the 90s. So Spawn is, I don't know if he's been bought by like one of the two. It would be DC, mm -hmm. I think more with Warner Brothers. But yeah. I'm pretty sure Spawn is its own independent entity, sort of. It's not- Kind of like Daredevil and stuff. Well, no, Daredevil is, is Marvel. Oh, he is? Okay. Yes. No, no, wait, not Daredevil. Dare, Hellboy. Hellboy, yes. Hellboy is I don't know why I was thinking Daredevil. You know, it's the devil, it's hell, I it's was visually boy, picturing you know, Hellboy. It's man, it's, you know, it's, it's it happens. But anyways, I do recommend the Spawn animated series to anybody who's got HBO Max. Check it out. It's pretty dope. The movie, People don't like that movie, most people, but I liked it because I was a kid when I watched it and it was fucking dope. Yeah. I was 31 when I watched it and I wanted to pull my eyeballs out. I also think, yeah, I mean, you just, because that movie is is very just like, oh, now, now we got to do it as Spawn episode. Now I'm really, now I'm like, we got we to gotta do this. Okay, episode. so that's going to be, Spawn is going to be the movies that I usually do to you guys and you're going to do that to me. Yeah. Well, and Joe, I want to see Joe's, I want to know Joe's reaction yeah. to this movie. I mean, I'm totally down for it since, you know, I do that to you guys all the time. Yes. I'm totally yeah. down. For you guys making me watch a really bad movie. <laughs> Even though I literally just watched it like yeah. a month and a half We're ago. Gonna watch, you're going to watch it again in like a year. We'll do it next year. We're teasing, teasing the future, all right? Yeah. We'll do it summer 2022 when Lightyear comes out. Morbius. Ugh. I, okay. I, I don't know. Go, go for it, Amy. So what I didn't thoughts? even know that this trailer had come out until I went to IMDb to pull fun facts for this episode. And I saw the banner was those eyes that Jared Leto has when they like go into those little Rick and Morty stars, you know? Mm, not really. Like, there's this one scene in the trailer where his eyes go all white and they have these weird black goopy things that look like Venom when he's as the symbiote kind of crawling around. Gotcha. But they also look like the stars that are in all of the Rick and Morty eyes. Okay. okay I get what you're saying. I literally said out loud to myself, that's a big nope. Mm. Just because he looks so creepy and weird. <laughs> but they basically tease that Morbius is a Batman. He's yeah. a literal Batman. Yeah. I mean, it's... Or Man-Bat. 
Well, Man Bat's another thing. That's from Batman. <laughs> but this trailer, well, just, I am just not down with Sony's insistence on building a Spider-Man connected universe without Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know that they're planning things, obviously. I know, I haven't seen Venom 2, but I know the the the, the big reveal at the end. Won't spoil it here. Mm-hmm. But I get that. And in this trailer, interestingly enough, there is a short snippet of Michael Keaton's Vulture. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that I am interested. I literally wrote as a note, the, I'm still not excited for this or interested in it except for Michael Keaton's Vulture. That's all I care about for this is that it's going to expand that part of his story. I mean, yeah, and, and so... If at all. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think I'm interested. So, like, I'm interested how this fits into what we're gonna get in Spider-Man No Way Home. Because mm-hmm. obviously there is some there is some mix there is some world mixing there is there are things that are happening on both the Disney side and on the Sony side to sort of I don't know mesh the two together and I don't know how well that's gonna work yeah I haven't seen any of the Venom movies just because I it was, I love Venom as a character I remember you know as a kid I really dug spider-man and venom especially was super mm-hmm. cool i don't know what it is about those movies that i'm just not interested in yeah you're really not missing much i've heard you're they're not really particularly not great so i'm like okay whatever oh so now they're adding morbius which is a very very strange choice i don't think you're gonna be missing much if you don't see morbius no i mean and i don't uh, unless something crazy happens in spider-man no way home that would lead me to believe that this movie i just, I just think it's strange it's a strange like jared leto shows up yeah i guess i mean you know but even in the trailer that we got now, he's like, oh, there's there's the the stinger bit at the end where he's like, I'm Venom. Yeah. Because he's like transforming into Morbius, the vampire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's it's, it's giving a nod to Venom. But then mm-hmm. we see in the past trailer, too, in the background, we see Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. And it, the Daily Bugle's got the same logo as the Raimi Spider-Man. So it's there's a lot going on. And I feel like this yeah. is, that's really the only reason why people care about this. Because Morbius is a third tier mm-hmm. character in terms of Spider-Man villain. Mm-hmm. Tone-wise, I think it's very much also DCEU skewing. This and both Venoms are fairly dark in tone and just in their cinematography as well and their colorization. They are very, very dark in comparison to the MCU and the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, at least. Yeah, I noticed that too, that these, like, Venom and Morbius, yeah, they're super blue and they look like they belong in the same, like, they're they're a part of the Mm -hmm. same universe. So it's really weird to see Michael Keaton from homecoming in this world yeah i mean maybe that has to do with something that happens with dr strange i mean in i don't know no i think home. i think that's the that's probably what they're counting yeah. on that obviously people are going to go see spider-man no way home and then afterwards i feel like that movie's going to end and people are going to be like oh, okay we want more spider-man things right yeah and this is sort of like the, the... in credit scene is going to be something with jared leto maybe. and vulture or maybe even you get tom hardy in there or something yeah it'll be interesting i mean i think there so there is a um in the spider-man world there is a group sinister six you might have heard mm-hmm. through talks yeah. of like other stuff yeah i remember you guys talking about it after homecoming i think you were talking about because they showed vulture and then after venom came out they did something with woody harrelson's character talking about him being in the sinister six as well mm. but spoilers for venom 2 he dies but, you know. Well, nobody ever dies in these things. Really? Maybe. Who knows? Like, I'm saying, this is such a different, because this is, like, Sony's own thing that they're trying to do mm-hmm. without Disney and the MCU. It's gonna be interesting. I don't know. I also, I'm not, like, a huge fan of Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how this goes. It's a strange... I don't know. It's such a strange move mm-hmm. by Sony to be like, okay, well, we made Venom and that was good. What other Spider-Man villain can we get? Because they only have Spider-Man, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. they got to pull from that well. But Spider-Man's got the best rogues gallery. That's not Batman. Batman's got the best one by far. And then second best, it's got to be Spider-Man. In mm-hmm. my opinion. I mean, I know almost nothing. I know like this much. I'm holding my fingers like six <laughs> centimeters apart for <laughs> listeners. But one thing that I did also kind of like about this but it's not pulling me in in any way is the fact that matt smith is in it i love matt smith i love he's my favorite doctor okay i was like that's the guy from doctor who right yeah he also was really really great in last night in soho which i know john you haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. but now that you have a list you have to go see it i'm going to it's probably very this good weekend. 
maybe. But yeah, maybe I'll see it for Matt Smith, but I feel like he's not going to have like that big of a part. Tyrese is in it as well. Yeah, that was interesting. But I didn't see Matt Smith at all in the trailer. You only see it very briefly, okay. like maybe two seconds. I only knew it because I knew it was Matt Smith. I was like, oh, that's Matt Smith. He walks ah. like Matt Smith. He's just walking down a hallway or something. Gotcha. It's just a straight shot of him walking down something, mm-hmm. but it's far-ish away that if you don't know it's him, you wouldn't realize it's Matt Smith. Gotcha. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Morbius. I don't know. We'll see On what happens. Uh, I mean, I, I really do think that this... Okay, so it comes out January 28th. So they're like Mm -hmm. really hoping that you see Spider-Man and then you just be like, oh, I need more Spider-Man stuff. Oh, I guess I'll go see Morbius since that comes out the next month. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what they're betting on big. And I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't think it will. I don't know. I'll probably still go see it just because, you know, I have A-list and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. That's fair enough. But that's the only reason I went and saw Venom because I have an open A-list spot and nothing else to do on a Thursday night. Nice. And it was well worth it because now... You yeah. found your it got your me out of the house favorite movie. <laughs> well, what's the last trailer we got, Johnny? Ah, so another one we got. Literally, like these all drop one right after the other. Out of nowhere, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that comes out very soon. Our first actual. When does it come out? I don't think I. Is it December. Uh, it comes out in December. I yeah, think right? it's a Wednesday. They're, they're Wednesday releases now. Okay, but I don't know. I, this trailer, it doesn't show much. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very short. It's like, a, it's like a minute and a half or something yeah. like that. Not a whole lot going on. But this is our first look at it at this. Outside uh, of the stinger at the end of, of season two of Mandalorian. Two, yeah. So it'll be interesting i it looks like it's just like it's gonna be very small scale in terms of like it's about boba fett and the mm-hmm. tattooing it's just gonna underworld. be yeah um so one location they're not jetting around so, but, we don't get to see any ships or anything yeah maybe like a battle or two it feels very political yeah so we'll see how it goes but i, I have a feeling that it's the first trailer doesn't show a lot of action it shows some action but not a whole lot mm-hmm. i'm wondering if they're gonna ramp up the action in you know if in like the later half of the of the season or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, i also did not know that robert rodriguez was directing some episodes of this series he is he is because i know he directed a couple episodes of season two of mandalorian but i didn't know how much he was doing on boba fett yeah um he tweeted out something about it coming out and him working Mm -hmm. on it or directing some episodes so i'm excited because i'm a big robert rodriguez fan i'm the opposite i've watched a lot of robert rodriguez's movies recently and the only ones that i've really enjoyed are the spy kids ones that i watched as a kid so funny one thing i am super super excited for in book of boba fett is more ming na wen she was great in both seasons of mandalorian i'm very very excited for an entire season of a star wars tv show she's going to be in every episode i feel like she's so great yeah i'm excited to see i mean it's you know when they first announced the mandalorian the TV show. I think a lot of people expected it to be a Boba Fett show. Mm-hmm. So when it was his own thing, I kind of really liked that it was his own thing. Now that we're going back to Boba Fett, it'd be interesting to learn a little bit more about the character because we don't yeah. know a lot about him. You know, there's a lot of stuff outside of what is now canon, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. For sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see the Mandalorian. I want to I want to see what... what uh... It's not like we're not getting any more Mandalorian. I don't... We're getting a season three. We're getting Ahsoka. I want to see what... With uh... Hayden Christensen. That's right. He was added to that thing, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you... You watched uh, Clone Wars, the uh, cartoon show? No. Okay. I'm about halfway through it. Uh, I, I, I wanted to watch it. the whole thing before getting to Bad Batch. I haven't watched it yet. But I do know a little bit about Ahsoka and that whole dynamic between the two of them yeah their relationship i mean that's his his, Mm -hmm. his padawan yeah that'd be interesting we're also getting a obi-wan series as well i mean yeah that's been in talks i mean they've been they've been they're shooting it for a while right yeah yeah there's so much they're in like new york shooting it or something Hmm, crazy yeah there's a lot there's a lot of star wars tv disney plus stuff that we're getting that's just from the star wars side of of disney plus Mm -hmm. disney plus marvel shit's got like so much stuff coming out next year too so it'll be interesting because we haven't seen a lot of it there was another hawkeye trailer yeah for the hawkeye series that came out but first trailer i saw for that movie i mean for that uh, the show was really good and i don't want to see any more of it so i'm like Mm -hmm. okay okay i'll uh, i'll skip this trailer because i'm already sold and i don't i don't want to mm-hmm. you know spoil Which it you'd think i'd be sold on it because it's an entire tv show set during christmas yeah. but you don't get that often no. i love christmas and it's Haley steinfeld yeah. so you'd think i'd like that too but you know it just it's it's something about it didn't sell didn't me connect, all yeah. that much um, i may just have to like watch it see how i feel yeah. I, the tone but of the also trailer it's because was... a character it's not like i super cared about it's not like it's a black widow 
TV series I mean, or yeah. like a character that I really want to know more about. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what kind of how everybody feels about Hawkeye, <laughs> except for Jeremy yeah. Renner, maybe. <laughs> but the trailer and the tone, it gave it, I don't know, it was something. And I, and I know that it's based like the, the, the story is sort of based on a run of um, Hawkeye comics that are supposed, that are considered to be really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on the author's name. Matt Fraction. Mm-hmm. His run at the com- at the character did some really cool shit. And I've never read the comics, but I, I hear nothing but good things about this run of Hawkeye comics. And so I'm and, mm-hmm. and a lot of their imagery and the story is taken from that. So I'm a little excited. Well, I guess we will see in a couple weeks because it comes out in December, right? Or end of November? November. It comes yeah. out in time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. No, it comes out yeah. in November for sure. Well, I guess we'll see. But with that, let's talk about what we're holes. here to talk about. Holes. Holes. Talk so about holes. we both have seen this movie and we both have not seen it probably since it came out, right? I mean, I- not since it came out. I think, I mean, I th- I don't think I owned it, but mm-hmm. I remember catching it a lot on TV. I'm pretty sure I, I read the book. So I read yeah, the book Yeah, I definitely read movie. the book. I think I read the book for school and then I read it multiple times afterwards, but then we read the book and it had come out on DVD mm-hmm. right after we had read the book. So we also watched it in class, but I, I'm pretty sure I also watched it on my own free time because I did own the DVD. I'm pretty sure I have the DVD mm. here in my apartment. Nice. I read this book before this movie came out and then the movie came out and it was one of those ones, I guess by this time, this is 2003 when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And by that time, Harry Potter had already, the first one had already been out. I remember really liking this book. And then when I found out they mm-hmm. were making a movie about it, I was like, pretty excited about it and then this is was Shia LaBeouf still on this was I'm pretty sure even Stevens ended in 2003 so he was probably finishing filming even Stevens and then finishing filming this back to back because I'm pretty sure this came out I didn't look it up but I know even Stevens ended in 2003 I don't know the exact date of the finale because then the even Stevens movie which is also one that I want to put on the list for us to watch because I love even Stevens movie I still watch it like once a year that's for another episode Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure they came out back to back in some sort of order gotcha like probably using holes to ride the wave of even Stevens finale or vice versa. Yeah, because this is a Disney movie, which yes, I it is a Disney I movie. did not re- I did not remember it being a Disney movie before. I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I did see this in theaters just like I saw National Treasure in theaters. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe I saw National Treasure in theaters. If we went to see a movie in theaters, it was usually a Disney movie. That but makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read the book maybe half a dozen times. I've seen the movie a lot. I used to watch this movie all the time. Yeah. But I haven't seen it since I was 15 or 16. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. But I do remember uh, I, the reason why I brought up Harry Potter was I remember reading the book and then watching this movie and it being like one of the first movies that I had read the source material first and mm-hmm. then got to see the adaptation. Yeah. And with Harry Potter, one of my issues with Harry Potter movies is that the, just a lot of the good stuff from the books that I really liked aren't in the movies. Mm-hmm. Holes was one of the first ones that I saw a really good adaptation of a book to a movie. You know, mm-hmm. or one that I was like, oh, this was, that was like, per- they had all the stuff well, in the book. Well, did you know that Lewis Sacker actually wrote the screenplay? I did not know that. Well, there you go. Fun fact before the movie even starts. That makes sense. That's really weird. Normally it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to be J.K. Like, Rowling And just to do think that. if J.K. Rowling had written any of the Harry Potter scripts besides just having approval on them, they would be fantastic beasts. I mean... Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. Hard pass. Yeah. But yeah, so Holes, it was, you know, I, I really liked it. Uh, I remember, mm-hmm. I liked this Do you this remember anything too. from the movie? Yes. I remember a lot. I mean, there's so much. Yeah. It's got a great cast. Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. John Voight, fucking, what's his name? Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, oh, I forgot that he was in this. Yeah. I just remember Sigourney Weaver with her poison nail polish. Mm-hmm. John Voight is just batshit. Mm -hmm. and then of course like Shia LaBeouf because one I was obsessed with even Stevens at the time Mm -hmm. I still am obsessed with even Stevens and my best friend is in love with Shia LaBeouf she's been in love with Shia LaBeouf since we were like 12 so Mm -hmm. it's like I can't forget that Shia LaBeouf's in this oh no I mean and he's really good in it because I I I remember him being it's like the opposite of his character in even Stevens which at that point Mm -hmm. was the only thing I knew him from right yeah, which I think that's the only thing he was really in, except for True Confessions, where he played a autistic boy, but it wasn't really about him. It was about his sister mm-hmm. documenting her life and struggles with having an autistic brother, played by Shia LaBeouf, who actually did a really good job in the film. Mm. I sort of remember that now that you're talking about it. Yeah, it was a decom though, so you probably don't remember it. No, I, I know you didn't watch a lot of DCOMs growing up, I as did. much as I did, at least. I did not. So was this like his first major movie? I believe so. 
Um, I don't remember the order in which they came out, but it's like he did this and then a golf movie with Disney, but I'm pretty sure that came out in like 2005 or 2006. I could look it up. I literally am sitting in front of my computer. But you know, um, why do that? I see. Yeah, because I think, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it's like his first like actual It's his movie. first theatrical film, I believe. Yes. So I, I remember, you know, I remember that it's got the, the story I've always really liked because it's, it's got like a big mythos to it, which is strange because there's a oh, lot of what? Sorry. He was a voice in Nausicaa, the English version of Nausicaa. Yeah, but that was later. It's on his IMDb as the first thing he ever did in 1984. Mm, well, but the movie came out in 1984, but I don't know yeah. when the dub came out. The, the dub the, came out an, like later. an English dub of that movie, I don't think came out until much later. I need to find this episode of The X-Files that he's in. Well, you should buy the DVDs. (laughs) No, I don't know. I actually do have the first season on DVD. He was in an episode of Freaks and Geeks as well. Um, But yeah, Holes and Even Stevens and True Confessions were kind of the things that made him really big. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was was a movie that I really enjoyed. I got good acting. I remember it being funny. And I remember, Mm -hmm. I just liked the story because it was really, it's really weird. It's got like these offbeat sort of like moments. But I really enjoyed it. Even as a book, like Mm -hmm. I just just enjoyed the story. So the movie, I was pleased when I watched it because I was like, oh, it's just like the book. Yeah. What about you? I texted my sister we were watching this with a gif of Doolittle Hill saying I can fix that. Yeah. Which is one of mine and my sister's favorite parts of this. Her only response was ugh perfect movie. <laughs> and then her surprise that it's been tw- almost 20 years since I've seen this movie. Yeah. <laughs> or since I last watched it. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the rap song in this movie? The Dig It song? No. I don't. Okay, they don't they because- don't rap in this it's not in the movie it's during the end credits oh so it's like part of the soundtrack and they do play it like it's from the soundtrack but i think they also play it in the movie somewhere okay but i I definitely remember the full song from the end credits scene and i'm pretty sure i either downloaded it on limewire or a youtube video ripper and i would play that song on my ripoff ipod not a zune but it was like something else from microsoft because my dad had microsoft stock and he wouldn't let me get an iPod. And I would play that all the time on the bus on the way to school. And I'm pretty sure I could recite the lyrics while listening to the song if I still heard it. Boy. Or if I if I heard it, I would still be able to remember it. Now that you got to do at karaoke one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're going to find that at a karaoke bar. No, you just plug it in. You bring your own stuff. You plug it in. No, I don't. I was like, I'm pretty sure that I was like, they don't rap in this movie, but I, I don't remember that song. No, that's that's a purely Amy thing. Yeah, but Dulé Hill. I This is before I even knew who Dulé Hill was, before mm-hmm. I Psych was even made. Okay, I was like, yeah, it's the same guy from Psych, right? Yeah, and okay. the West Wing, which is kind of why I was a little bit bummed Joe wasn't going to be with us because Joe loves the West Wing. I love Psych. This is our one area of connection. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah, Dulafe Hill can fix it. Yeah, damn, he can fix it. Also, Patricia Arquette. I just was looking at the cast list. Patricia Arquette's in this as well. Yes, she is. All right. You ready to watch this? We're going to watch ready to, yeah, yeah, let's go ready back. Ready to see if our memory serves us well? Let's go back to 2003. Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. And now, our feature presentation. And we're back. We are back. We dug it. Did you you do the rap? Do the rap. Do the rap. No, No, I'm not. You do not want to hear me do that. I have to have like the song with me. (laughs) But I literally, as the credits were rolling and they were showing all of the actors and stuff, Mm -hmm. I was just kind of rapping it to myself. Yeah, did you start? And even when Shia LaBeouf says, oh, we're doing this, we're rapping. And I was just, oh my God, how do I still remember this after 15 years? Wait, so is Shia LaBeouf actually rapping on the song? So it's like yeah, the kids that's all, all of them. rapping? If you, look, if you look in the IMDb um, on the song credits, he is credited with writing it. All of the guys in Detent are credited with writing this song. Um, let's see, where did it go? It said, soundtrack, dig it. Written by Mikey Petralia, Michael Fitzpatrick, Dougie Fresh, Byron Cotton, Brandon Jefferson, Max Cash, Shia LaBeouf, and Cleo Thomas. Which I'm pretty sure Shia LaBeouf and Cleo, Cleo Thomas was zero. Brandon Jefferson was X-Ray. Byron Cotton was Armpit. That's the only ones that I'm going to remember before going back. That's surprising and strange. But it sort of adds to the strangeness to this movie. So, you know, I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I mean... Also, if you go to the more like this section on IMDb, the first one is Sandlot. The next one is Cool Runnings. The third one is Elf. And the last one is Sky High. <laughs> Interesting. Two of those movies we've done on the podcast. And the third one we're doing in December. <laughs> Spoilers yeah. for our Christmas episode. 
Yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we doing for a Christmas episode? We're doing Elf. Oh, remember elf. we yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, it last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lady said Elf, and I was like, wait, what? Elf. Yeah, no, I don't think I can take the nostalgia glasses off for this movie. I could not watch. I, neither can I. I'm spoiling my does it hold up, but absolutely it holds up. It's so fun, so good. It's a solid movie, I think. I, it's just, it's a solid movie with like a very, I love the strength. It's so weird. It's just it's yeah. a weird movie, but it's also very sweet and it's very um, mm-hmm. sort of like earnest. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a, it's, it's a different Disney movie, I feel like, than we've seen in a long time. It doesn't feel like a Disney movie. I mean, it yeah. sort of does. While you're watching it, it doesn't feel like a Disney movie, but when you kind of like examine it as a whole, you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I can see, I can see it. And I think that's what I liked about it because it came out in 2013 and 2003 and I was like mm-hmm. around 13. This like around the time we started becoming a real asshole. <laughs> you know, you start becoming a teenager. Yeah, you you identified with the D ten boys. Yes, I do like the I like the kids. We we had ta- we have talked about kids in mm-hmm. in movies before. I like these kids because they seem like real kids. They feel like the Sandlot kids, but not in the way they kind of are for me a perfect perfect combination of the kids from the Sandlot and the kids from the Goonies, okay. but just aged up a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I, I feel like they talk. And they act like kids, you know, they're, they're like, what, like 13, 14 years old, maybe? I think they're between zero, I think, and 13. And then probably the oldest, I would guess, would be like edging 14 almost 15 maybe okay so yeah they're you know they're 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 in like the prime of adolescence right like mm-hmm. just like when it's or at least when it's starting and then they're they're dicks to each other but they're also like all in this shitty ass situation so they kind of mm-hmm. do have to look for out for each other i don't know i uh i've talked about kids in movies before and how like sometimes they don't feel like i don't know they're too annoying or they're too this or they're too that mm-hmm. i found that this struck like a perfect balance of like kids being assholes to each other but also yeah. being in it together you know and sort of like bonding in that way yeah. I, I like this movie it's just it's, it's an enjoyable movie we've talked about a lot of movies before and some of them have been slogs we've talked through. about 80 movies before this is our 80th movie Jesus our 80th episode we've talked about multiple movies that's, that's, that's a lot of movies but our last episode right Little Monsters mm-hmm fucking boring that was a boring movie dumb kids and dumb Stupid kids annoying kids and annoying kids and I don't know like not not fun mm-hmm. this movie's a lot of fun I think because it's got you have your um your kids everything that's going on with Shia mm-hmm. and then you get all of the backstory the yeah. mythos the legend of this late town that had a bunch of shit and then it's like it gets into like Sam and um I forgot the teacher's name Pat- Patricia Arquette's character Kate Barlow kissing Kate Barlow was that her that was her like her real name was Kate Barlow Okay. But then after she killed the sheriff, she became kissing Kate because she kissed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After she killed him. Okay, like their relationship and like how he was a black man and she was a white woman mm-hmm. and it's the whole thing. Like it's it's uh, insane layers for a movie for that a was Disney made in two thousand and three. Uh, I, in a Disney movie. A Disney yeah. movie that's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, actually, I was going to say it's a kid's movie, but it's not a kid's movie. I think this is. No, there's so much stuff for parents and older kids. Basically, everything that John Voight does is for the adults. Yeah. He was the thing that I think made me laugh the most. His and Tim Blake Nelson's relationship, his uh, relationship with Sigourney Weaver yeah. is great. The scene where I think it's when the lawyer comes back mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, we'll, we'll tell, we'll just tell or just listen to what I say or whatever. And then she walks out and he's like, John Voight's like, well, you didn't say anything. And then Tim Blake Nelson's like, well, what are we going to do? do? And he goes, listen to what I say. And then he puts his hat on and walks out just like Sigourney Weaver had. And then Tim Blake Nelson's like, but you didn't say anything either. I did like Tim Blake Nelson is great. Everybody, I feel like in this movie is pretty great. Eartha Kitt is in this movie. Yeah. Which I forgot about. I did not know. I forgot she was in this too. I forgot that Henry Winkler's in it as well. Yes. Yes. And you probably, uh, this uh, Laker star at the time, Rick Fox, is in this movie. He's the, he's sweet. Is he the the baseball player? he's the athlete. He's he's a basketball player in real life. Yeah, I did not know who he was. Yes. That's Rick Fox. Um, He was a, he was a Laker and an act, he became an actor afterwards. Lots of people in this movie, all very, very good. Henry Winkler is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's great in everything. He's especially great at this movie, and I like that he's your typical silly Disney Mad dad. I guess. Dad. I was gonna say like silly, like Disney dad. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like Disney movies don't have a lot of dads in them, but when they do, they're like silly. You know? Yeah. You've seen Even Stevens. He, uh, he reminds yes, me a little bit sort of. of the dad in Even Stevens, where he's kind of just like bumbling, goofy a little bit. Mm-hmm. But unlike that series, I don't think it's like super over the top in this one. In, in, yeah. in the movie, it's 
still and goofy even and silly. And cartoonish. Yes, you're right. And this, it's like, it's like a normal, how a normal human being would act. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, there there is like a heightened, there is like, because it's, it's pretty wacky when we first see what's going on and the police come to his house because mm-hmm. he has the shoes. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like things in the background that reminded me of like... Just these old Disney movies that would, that they, live action Disney movies, you know, mm-hmm. that have like weird contraptions in the back. And so it is a little silly there, but I don't think Henry Winkler's performance gets overly cartoonish. Right, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's normal, but in that kind of weird way. Yeah. Whereas a lot of Disney dads play very cartoony weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the dad from Even Stevens, he's very cartoony weird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I can't, I can't. I don't know, I can't find fault with this movie. I didn't have, like, I... Yeah, there's nothing I can find. There's there's only very small things, plot hole-wise, mm-hmm. where if Zero stole the cleats, how has he seemingly been at Camp Green Lake for so much longer than Stanley is? Yeah, when he got caught afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. That doesn't really add up, and I'm like, hmm. Because it seems like Stanley got caught before Zero did. Yeah, But then right. I guess... They just automatically, instead of doing anything once Stanley or once Zero stole the shoes from that footlocker or whatever, they automatically sent him to Camp Green Lake, whereas they had like a trial or something with Stanley. Yeah. Well, they did say he was a ward of the state, right? So like he was. Yeah. But it's also that white privilege kind of thing where it's like. No, I guess I didn't even think about like that. Like Zero is a young black man. So mm-hmm. they just sent him off. All, yeah. And then they gave the white boy an actual trial. Uh, well, they gave him a choice, right? I'm, uh, yeah. To go to jail or to go to the thing. And to do that. And I mean, they even say like, oh, nobody's going to care about Zero because nobody's going to come looking for him. He's not, yeah. you know, nobody cares about him. And before that, we had the lawyer coming for Stanley when, before yeah, he had and left. And so I didn't even I didn't even catch that. It was, uh, yeah. That's literally something I just thought of as I was talking. <laughs> like, well, look, look I was like, that, oh, Amy. wait. Making them connections. But yeah, I just, this movie just brings a smile to my face. Even I hadn't seen yeah. it in a really long time and I knew that I liked it. And like I knew, uh, obviously, like we talked about the book and how I had really enjoyed that book. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of, it wasn't like, at the time, like I was just really into Harry Potter books, obviously. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the first books I sort of remember being not Harry Potter that I really liked. Mm -hmm. Did you, you didn't have to like read it for school or anything? Mm Because my literature teacher in middle school, it was one of the books that she had us read Mm -hmm. every year. I think it was, wait, if we were 13, it would have been like seventh grade or something. It was either end of seventh grade. It came out in I don't don't think the book came out in 2003. I think the book came out. Well, no, like even before, I was just lucky that when I read the book, it was the same time the movie had come out. So okay. we watched the movie in class in tandem with reading the book, and then so did all of the subsequent classes after me. But mm-hmm. before my class read the book, all of the other seventh grade classes that this literature teacher taught read the book but didn't watch the movie. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so Holes the Novel came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I read it in 1998. I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, in the 2000s by then. Probably, like, yeah. around... But it was definitely before the movie. I think it was, like, in fifth grade. So I don't know. I don't know when. But it was It was. I just... probably read it before we read it in class, and then I read it again in class. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I don't mind. I really, like... This is a book from school that I actually really enjoyed. Reading. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, one of the ones that was just, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it was a school thing. I don't know how it came across it, but it was a great, I re- really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I remember watching that movie and I really enjoyed it. So now that I watched it again as an adult, I'm like, oh shit, this is a fucking great movie. Yeah. I wish Joe was here because I'm sure he, because he, I'm sure was older and did not read, maybe didn't read the book. Yeah, he, well, I wonder though, Joe is a big reader. Yes, but this I was, really, this was I kind like, of wish, I feel like, I kind of wish we had asked Joe his like memories of this because I know he's seen it I believe he's seen it but yeah. I don't know if he's read the book or not yeah well I mean because the book was like a I mean it's like it says young adult novel but it was, it was like a kid book yeah so if we were eight he's he would have been our age when the book came out that we were when the movie came out yeah so I mean he might not have you know he was he probably, probably reading, reading some crazy sci-fi Isaac Asimov bullshit yeah but the movie is so enjoyable it's just a fun yeah. watch this is a very one-sided episode I absolutely feel like. well because I I was like okay the, uh, I can't, it's not that I can't be critical of it. I mean, like you said, it's got its plot holes or whatever. But I just enjoy it so much. It makes me happy. I feel like this is a movie where we enjoy it for the nostalgia's sake and the fun sake of it. And I wonder if Joe probably wouldn't enjoy it just because maybe he didn't see it when he was younger and he watches it as an adult and doesn't enjoy it. But I would think that Joe would enjoy this movie. I mean, it's got, I'm saying the performances are all really good. Nothing feels like it's, I mean, it's, it's outlandish, especially like, oh, Oh, him, you know, the curse, his family's curse mm-hmm. and him having to carry the old woman up the thing and he doesn't and then all this other shit. So it's a little like out there, mm-hmm. I guess. But it all just, I don't know, 
uh, it all just kind of comes together in the end. And, yeah. Ah, I love it. Uh, it's just good. And then they're eating onions. Yeah. You know, you ever just bite Which, into an onion? Fun fact. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I didn't pull this fun fact. But those were apples wrapped in edible paper. Interesting. They kind of look like apples. Yeah. You can see there's one where zero bites into it and you can see the flesh of it. And I eat an apple every morning. You, I can, I know what an inside <laughs> I, of an apple looks like. I know what an apple is. All right. I've bitten into enough apples. Also, I find it hilarious. They eat peaches that have been sitting in some kind of spicy, probably have gotten fermented by sitting there for like a hundred years. And they're not drunk. Yeah. Except zero does throw up. So maybe he was. I mean, maybe. It's also called sploosh which is uh... yeah which the sploosh logo <laughs> at the end of the commercial looked like the old nick logo you know that big splat yeah. um <clears throat> yeah. which is really funny to me considering this is a disney movie yeah uh, uh, yeah i didn't make that like they just needed to change the color from purple to green and i'm like yep that's a Nickelodeon. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking when I heard that word, but... <laughs> oh, I know. The the word sploosh just... That's not a that's not a kid's movie. Although they do allude to some sploosh at the end of that commercial. Yeah. Like what, the, the, what, the, what the logo covers up leads to some sploosh. Um, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting, Amy. Get your head out of the gutter. All right. Do you have hey, any fun You're the facts? one that started it. You I, started it. I did no such thing. You implied. <laughs> the implications. So the beginning of this movie, it goes over the Camp Green Lake with the holes. Mm -hmm. And I just, I couldn't even look at the screen because it triggered my tryptophobia so oh, bad. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot all about that that was a thing. I forgot the opening scene where that boy barf bag gets bit by the snake uh, yeah, yeah. on purpose mm -hmm. to get out of camp. Yeah, and then I just, I saw the holes and I was like, oh wow, I completely forgot. You know what? I just... I do that that kind of reminds me I do have one criticism and mm. it's that the CGI looks very bad the lizards the are lizards, so 2003 CGI the lizards especially look, the one that bites Patricia Arquette yeah that one and the ones that are crawling all over them mm -hmm. they look pretty bad like it, it yeah it does like you can tell it's yeah. not as bad as The Rock in The Mummy 2 oh you know it's nothing's there. as bad as The Rock in The Mummy 2 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways. Also. More fun facts. Well, I have one more thing. Mm -hmm. I kind of, or a couple more things, actually. When the cleats are first falling down onto Shia LaBeouf, you can see him flinching before they even hit him. Oh, it's really? really funny. It's not something I noticed until I just this watch. Or maybe I noticed it before and I just didn't remember. But you can see him shrugging his shoulders up and kind of ducking his head yeah. before the cleats even his face is kind of scrunched up, too. Mm, also, I guess we can use this as a segue into the fun facts. It's not one that I pulled, but I wouldn't have noticed if I hadn't pulled the fun facts prior to watching the movie since I had seen it already and nothing would have been spoiled. The rock that Stanley pulls out of the hole where he finds the lipstick tube, mm -hmm. it's supposed to look like Madame Zeroni and that's why they keep fading in between. Interesting. I was... And I hadn't noticed that mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have noticed it unless I had pulled this fact beforehand. Mm. I was wondering why they, because there was, it is some point where they linger on a rock for way longer than it should be to just yeah. be like a regular scene. But I guess it's supposed to look like Eartha Kit in the turban. Interesting. I don't know. I yeah. didn't catch that at all. I didn't catch it either. But once I saw that fact and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I can kind of see it. But it's really just the weird mohawk thing at the in the middle of the rock. It's kind of shaped the way her turban is shaped. Mm -hmm. It's really not a whole lot. Mm. But I do have a couple fun facts and a couple recastings, Ooh. surprisingly. So Sigourney Weaver wanted to be in this film because Holes is her daughter's favorite book, or probably was her daughter's favorite book in 2003. And despite being first billed, she does not appear until approximately 40 minutes into the film. Yeah, no, she doesn't. Is, she doesn't yeah, come out until which is way later. Yeah. She also did not want to work with or even talk to Shia LaBeouf because his father was his onset guardian during the film, which we get to see a lot in Honey Boy. If you have not watched Honey Boy, I highly recommend it. One of my favorite movies from two years ago. Shia LaBeouf's father kept hitting on Sigourney Weaver, and that made her very uncomfortable. Damn. That's cra yeah. uh, that's pretty crazy. But I mean, I guess yeah. from everything we saw in Honey Boy, I mean, it checks out. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a big creep. In 2006, three years after this film was released, Lewis Sacker published a sequel to Holes called Small Steps, which focuses mainly on armpit and partially x-ray, moving on with their lives about two or three years after leaving Camp Green Lake. The story involves a ticket scalping scheme, a disabled 10-year-old girl named Ginny, chance encounter with a famous pop star named 
Chiara de Leon and a murder plot. There are currently no plans to adapt this to the screen. <laughs> I vaguely, vaguely remember this. I don't think I read it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I read it either. I but vaguely I remember something coming from Lewis Sacker and having it in our school library or something. Yeah, I do remember that. I did know that there was like another book in this whole, you know, world, mm -hmm. I guess. But it, it didn't have anything to do with the characters that were, I mean, it didn't have anything to do with like Stanley Yelnats or whatever. Yeah. It had like a very small bit to do with it. So I was like, eh. And by 2006, yeah. I was 16 and, you know. Well, yeah. You know, interesting. Didn't that. Lewis Sacker also write sideways stories from Wayside School? Do you remember those series? Mm, I do not remember that series. What was that it was another sideways stories from, yes, sideways stories from Wayside School by Lewis Sacker. It's a series of books about this school. Oh, and yeah. I do know what you're Is this unlocking about. like a big old memory for you? Yeah. I love the sideways stories. I think Sideways Stories was the reason why I started reading Holes. That makes because sense. Because I devoured those. I would read those and the Treehouse bo books in like a day when mm. I was in elementary school and middle school. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, I totally I this, love the, those the, books. The, the high school that's like really tall, right? And then they don't yeah. have like a 13th floor or something like and that. And there's like a, yeah, they don't have a 13th floor. Weird things happen. Yeah. If you look at one of the covers, the, I think she's one of the teachers is kind of witchy looking, but she also looks like the mean teacher from recess you know the hunchback with the blue dress who has or no no her assistant is like the hunchback redhead kid yeah, yeah and she's wearing a blue dress yeah okay anyways sorry way off track <laughs> Yeah. So more Lewis Sacker fun facts. The author of the novel and the screenplay appeared with his wife and daughter in the scene where Sam is selling the onion juice. His one line is my head. So it's literally the first time you see Dulé Hill and he's mm -hmm. like selling the onions. Yeah. And it's this guy in a hat that comes up to him. Oh, he's a bald guy? He's kind of, he's like, yeah, he's got the puff of white hair around his head, but he's got kind of a bald head. Yeah, when he's like, oh, rub this on his head and then, yeah. yeah. That's Lewis Sacker, which I think I kind of vaguely remember that from when we watched it in school. Interesting. I remember our teacher pointing out that's the author of the book. Mm. Okay, one more fun fact before right. we get into recastings. This one is the one I texted you guys last night and I said, Joe, you guys are going to miss, you're missing some fun facts tomorrow. <laughs> um, it's This is the one I pulled. It is rather coincidental that Shia LaBeouf's character is accused of stealing shoes in the movie considering he was first arrested for stealing Nike Cortez sneakers from a store in Pacoima in real life. So weird. In Pacoima? That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't, I mean, I, I, I didn't know, I, I know he's had like some run-ins with the law or whatever. Not some. He's had a lot. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I don't follow celebrity He's a crazy like person. I mean, sure. But I didn't know he, it was for stealing sneakers, Cortez's, which is hilarious, and that it was in Pacoima. In Pacoima. Which is fucking hilarious. It's just like a word jumble yeah. or like a Mad Libs of like, <laughs> you pick a celebrity, Shia LaBeouf, is a cute is he does what he steals shoes what shoes does he steal nike, nike cortez where we're in, in pacoima california <laughs> all right and then for the recasting it's for one only i only have recastings for one character and that is stanley frankie Ooh. muniz was originally cast as stanley wow and alex d Linz was offered the same role and if you don't know who that is i didn't know i had to look him up he's the kid from home alone 3 he's the voice of young tarzan in the tarzan movie animated movie mm -hmm. and he's also max keeble ah of big move fame yes mm. so max keeble max keeble could have been stanley yelnat wow or stanley yelnats if you say it backwards yeah because it's the same name frontwards and backwards yeah I that was always really funny to me like race car it was yeah i think that's the first time i figured out i found out what a palindrome was and i was like oh yeah okay i want to reread this book i want to reread sideways stories i'm like getting i'm like, gonna see if there's like a if there's a really cheap lewis stacker collection i can buy i'm sure there is so that was that's all the recastings, not just Shia LaBeouf's character. Mm -hmm. I guess that makes just sense. Shia he was, when I was watching it. He was it, their third choice. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was actually, I, I noticed that at the end credits, it says, and introducing Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, because I mean, it is his first movie. Ah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But I mean, he'd already been, I guess he'd only been, like, like you were saying, he'd only been in those TV movies and then even Stevens. Yeah, he did a lot of character or small, quote, guest parts. How every actor is on Law & Order for an episode when they're up and coming. Yeah. He was on one episode of a bunch of TV series that were really popular in the 90s mm -hmm. before he got Even Stevens. And then through Even Stevens, he got True Confessions, which it's technically not his first feature film because it movie. was a DCOM. But it was still feature length, but it wasn't a theatrical release. And this was his first theatrical release. Yes. And it's good. Yeah. Uh, does it still hold up? Absolutely. Yes, go absolutely. watch it right now. Yeah, go watch, go watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. I'm pretty sure it's going to stay on Disney+. Plus. There's probably a really 
cheap DVD you can buy on Amazon or something. Yeah, it's 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 and if and if you don't have if you haven't read the book, read the book. Read the book's good too. Yeah, read the book. I'm gonna go read the book. It'll probably take me a day to read the book. This is a pretty short book. It's a young adult kids book. Yeah, but it's not like it's not childish. I don't say I don't remember it being so. It's no, very much. But it's also very you, much. The last time you read it was when you were 13. It's true, but it very much like I'm saying. It very much feels like the movie. The movie, I think yeah. this is a this, this is just a really good adaptation from mm-hmm. book to film. That's why authors should write, for the most part, J.K. Rowling is excluded from this <laughs> because she should never write her own screenplays. She has no, what's the word for it? She doesn't know when to stop. Oh, yeah. She doesn't have a stop gene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if you think about it, she has extensive backstories for characters we only get a line of dialogue from in the books. Yeah. I know who Luna Lovegood marries. Who does she marry? Pretty sure it is Newt. It's not Neville. No, Neville. Neville marries. Do we I forget who Neville marries? But I know Luna Lovegood marries Newt Scamander. He, she marries Newt Scamander's great grandson. Really? Yes, I believe. In what that is, is it? The case. Where is that canon? I don't know. Now we have to have a. It's Harry on. Potter. It's on the Harry Potter Wikipedia. That I doesn't frequent, count. That I doesn't count. It. She or or also it's on when Pottermore was an actual thing, yeah. and it's not like. It like when Pottermore was like a big big thing, and it's not whatever it is now. She would post because J.K. Yeah, Rowling she was would very write, much behind it. She would she post would a lot of the information stuff. on there. That, I don't. I don't. Mm, so I don't. like, I know Professor McGonagall's entire backstory. Fair. I know why she is kind of the way she is now. She was supposed to be married. She was going to have kids, but then she found out she couldn't have kids, and she wasn't allowed to get married because the person that she was married to was a Muggle. Her parents wouldn't allow her to marry them because she was Racist. pure blood. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. It's been like six years since I've actually read the McGonagall backstory. Hmm. I don't know about it, Amy. If it's not in the books or in the movies, doesn't count. And only and the first actual. You're a Harry fake Potter's. fan if you don't know the backstory to one insignificant character. <laughs> McGonagall's not insignificant. She's no, significant. I was thinking of some other character that we get. I was trying to think of one, pull one off the top of my head, Mm-mm. and I can't think of one. Uh, who's the fake fan now? Bam! All right, this is this outro's gone way too long. We got way yeah. off topic. Okay, you guys, <laughs> let us know what you guys think of Holes and... <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S, or NostalgiaFegPod at gmail.com. Or you can, you know, just tell us to stop carrying on about Harry Potter for true. 10 minutes or, at the end of an episode. Or we can double down and tell us if you And do a whole episode. I have been pushing. Full... I have been pushing for a Sorcerer's Stone episode. But Joe doesn't want to do it. I'm saying I'm just putting that out here. I'm, I'm putting him on blast. Joe's putting him fault. on blast because I know he's not going to listen to this. Joe is the only <laughs> one who doesn't want to do a Sorcerer's Stone episode or Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Johnny and I can do it. Johnny and I will do it. Uh, I haven't seen Sorcerer's Stone in forever. I watched it last weekend. <laughs> and like <laughs> for the seven hundredth time. Out of all of them, I feel like. It's probably the one that I've seen the least of the Harry Potter movies. The one that I've seen the least is Chamber of Secrets. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think I think I've seen those are the two Chris Columbus ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the third one's uh, what's Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, Cuarón. Where that's where everything really stepped up, and that's yeah. where the art department started going from there. That's, he yeah. made he Alfonso Cuarón. I did an entire project in film school on the. Prisoner of Azkaban. Nice. He changed the way the Harry Potter series, literally everything about the Harry Potter series is because of Alfonso Cuaron. Hell yeah. He's Mexican. Mm, I like <laughs> it. Anyways, let us know. We're going to we're gonna start our own Harry Potter Tell podcast. Tell us. Johnny and I can do a side Harry Potter podcast without Joe, even though <laughs> Joe knows as much about Harry Potter as we do, except I know more. Everybody. <laughs> oh, out of the three of us. Out of the three of us. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. We got to put it to the test. We gotta put it on mic, put it to the test. It's our next project. Let's do a special bonus episode <laughs> sometime. We don't have to do it now. Well, no, we where do we it. test my Harry Potter knowledge. Right now. All right. All that's right. it. Well, Go see holes. Guys, don't forget to be kind, rewind, and dig up those holes. Yeah, dig up those holes, man.